ಜಯೋರಾಧ ಮಾಧವ ಕುಂಜ ಬಿಹಾರಿ ಗೋಪಿ ಜನ ಪಲ್ಲವ ಗಿರಿವರ ಧಾರಿ ಜಯೋ ರಾಧ ಮಾಧವ ಕುಂಜ ಬಿಹಾರಿ ಗೋಪಿ ಜನ ಪಲ್ಲವ ಗಿರಿವರ ಧಾರಿ ಯಶೋದನಂದನ ಬ್ರಜನರಂಜನ ಯಶೋದನಂದನ ಬ್ರಜನರಂಜನ ಯಮುನಾ ತೀರಾವನ ಜಯೋ ರಾಧ ಮಾಧವ ಕುಂಜ ಬಿಹಾರಿ ಗೋಪಿ ಜನ ಬಲ್ಲವ ಗಿರಿವರ ಧಾರಿ ಯಶೋದನಂದನ ಬ್ರಜನರಂಜನ ಯಮುನಾ ತೀರಾವನ ಚಾರಿ ಹರೆ ಕೃಷ್ಣ ಹರೆ ಕೃಷ್ಣ 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 ಹರೆ 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 ರಾಮ ಹರೆ ರಾಮ 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 ಹರೆ 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 ರಾಮ ಹರೆ ರಾಮ 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 ಹರೆ 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 ಕೃಷ್ಣ ಹರೆ ಕೃಷ್ಣ 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 ಹರೆ 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 ರಾಮ ಹರೆ ರಾಮ 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 ಹರೆ ಹರೆ ಕೃಷ್ಣ ಕೃಷ್ಣ ಹರೆ 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 ರಾಮ ಹರೆ ರಾಮ 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 ಹರೆ 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 ಕೃಷ್ಣ ಹರೆ ಕೃಷ್ಣ 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 ಹರೆ 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 ರಾಮ ಹರೆ ರಾಮ 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 ಹರೆ ಹರೆ ಜಯೋ ರಾಧ ಕಲಾಚಂಜಿ ರಾಧ ಕಲಾಚಂಜಿ ಶ್ರೀರಾಧೆ
जयो राधा कालाचंदी राधा कालाचंदी श्री राधे जयो राधा गोविंद राधा गोविंद श्री राधे जयो राधे जयो राधे जयो राधे जयो श्री राधे राधे जयो राधे जयो श्री राधे जयो जगन्नाथ जयो जगन्नाथ जयो जगन्नाथ नीताय गौरा हरी बोल हरी बोल हरी बोल नीताय गौरा हरी बोल जयो जयो प्रभु पाद प्रभु पाद प्रभु पाद जयो जयो प्रभु पाद जयो जयो प्रभु पाद प्रभु पाद प्रभु पाद जयो जयो प्रभु पाद जयो जयो गुरुदेव 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 जयो जयो गुरुदेव ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाया ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाया ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाया Narayanam Namaskritya Naram Chaiva Narottamam Devim Saraswatim Vyasam Tatujayam Mudirayat Nashtaprayeshu Abhadreshu Nityam Bhagavata Sevaya भगवते उत्तम आश्लोके भक्तिर भवती नैष्टकी कृष्णाय वासुदेवाया देवकी नंदनायाचा नंदगोपाकुमाराया गोविंदाये नमो नमः नमो पंकजमालिनी नमो पंकजनाभाया नमो पंकजमालिनी 
नमो पंकजा नेत्राय नमस्ते पंकजांग्रे गुरुवे गौड़चंद्राया राधिकाया तदालया कृष्णाया कृष्ण भक्ताया तद्भक्ताया नमो नमः हरे कृष्णा रीडिंग फ्रॉम कैंटो वन चैप्टर फिफ्टीन से पांडवाज रिटायर टाइमली जालौकासम जले यादवम महंतो अदंती अंत्यसहा दुर्वालम बालिनो राजन महंतो बालिनो मितहा एवं बालिस्तेर यदुभिर एवं एवं बलिस्तीर यदुभिर महदभिर इतरन विभु यादुन यादुभिर अन्योन्यम भीभावारन संजहरा जालौ कसम जले यादवम महंतो अदंती अनियश दुर्बलन बालिनो राजन महंतो बालिनो मितहा जलौकसम जले यादवम महंतो दंती अन्यायसहा दुर्बलम बालिनो राजन महंतो बालिनो मितहा एवं बलिस्थेर यदुभिर महाद्भिर इतरन विभु यदुन यदुभिर अन्योन्याम भूभारन संजहरा एवं बलिस्थेर यदुभिर महाद्भिर इतरन विभु यदुन यदुभिर अन्योन्याम भूभारन संजहरा वर्ड टू वर्ड मीनिंग जलुकासम of the aquatics of the aquatics jale in the water yadvat as it is man mahantaha the larger one adanti swallows aniyasaha smaller ones durbalan the weak balinaha less less strong mitaha in the duel in a duel evam das baliste by the strongest yadubihi by the descendant of yadu 
Mahadbihi, one who has greater strength. Itaran, the common ones. Vibhu, the supreme personality of Godhead. Yadun, all Yadus. Yadubihi, by the Yadus. Anunyam, among one another. Bhubharan, the burden of the world. Sanjahara, has unloaded. Ha, in the past. Translation and purport by Srila Prabhupada. Srila Prabhupada ki. O king, as in the ocean of the bigger and stronger aquatics, so, swallow up the smaller and weaker ones, so also the supreme personality of Godhead to lighten the burden of the earth has engaged the stronger Yadu to kill the weaker and the bigger Yadu to kill the smaller. Purport. In the material world, the struggle for existence and survival of the fittest are laws because in the material world, there is disparity between conditioned souls due to everyone's desire to lord it over the material resources. This very mentality of lording it over the material nature is the root cause of conditioned life. And to give facility to such imitation lords, the illusionary energy of the lord has created a disparity between conditioned living beings by creating the stronger and the weaker in every species of life. The mentality of lording it over the material nature and the creation has ne- the mentality of lo- lording it over the material nature and the creation has naturally created a, a disparity and therefore the law of struggle for existence. In the spiritual world, there is no such disparity, nor is there such a struggle for existence. In the spiritual world, there is no struggle for existence because everyone there exists eternally. There is no disparity because everyone wants to render service to the Supreme Lord and no one wants to imitate the Lord in becoming the beneficiary. The Lord being the creator of everything, including the living beings, factually is the proprietor and enjoyer of everything that be. But in the material world, by the spell of maya or illusion, this eternal relation with the Supreme Personality of Godhead is forgotten. And so the living being is conditioned under the law of struggle for existence and survival of the fittest. Om Ajnanati Mirandhasya Gyananjana Shalakaya Chakshur Unmilitam Yena Tasmay Shri Guruve Namaha Shri Chaitanya Manobhishtam Sapitam Yena Bhutale Swayam Rupaha Kadamahiyam Dadati Swapadantikam Namo Vishnu Padaya Krishna Prasthaya Bhutale Srimate Bhakti Vedanta Swami Nitinamine Namaste Saraswati Deve Gauravani Pracharine Nirvishesha Shunyavadi Paschatya Deshatarine Jav Sri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Shri Advaita Gadadhar Srivasadi Gaurabhakta Brinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare 
praying at the lotus feet of my spiritual master, Srila Prabhupada, and all the Vartaman and Purva, Gurus and Acharyas, may I speak few words for the pleasure of our dear Shri Radha Kala Chanji, for the pleasure of the Vaishnavas, and for my very own purification, Vancha Kalpataru Vyasha Kripa Sinduvevacha, Patita Nam Pavneveo Vaishnaveo Namunamamukum Karoti Vachalam Pangum Langayate Grimyat Kripata Mahamande Shri Guru Dinataranam Parmananda Ishwaram Shri Chaitanya Ishwaram Parmananda Madhavam Shri Chaitanya Ishwaram So, we are seeing how Pandavas eventually they will retire timely, on time after Krishna's disappearance. But before we dive into today's, perp- today's verse and the purport, of course, I just, in this morning, I was just thinking how important Srila Prabhupada's purports are. You know, in Chaitanya Charitamrit, uh, Swarup Damodar says that, you know, Bhagavat Parogya Bhagavatir Kache means learn Srimad Bhagavatam. Or for that matter, Bhagavad Gita or any scripture of ours, Charitamrita. From a, read the book Bhagavatam for a, pers- from a person Bhagavatam. Who have, who has realized the teachings of Bhagavatam. Because by our own senses, which are conditioned, and it's been mentioned in this verse as well. We are so conditioned when we read it by ourselves, though we think we are very intelligent, we may be able to read it, but Reading is one thing and it's being revealed to us as another. So when we think, oh, I can do it by myself, that's when the trouble starts. Because Krishna and Srimad Bhagavatam are non-different. Krishna and the scriptures, Bhagavad Gita, Chaitanya, Charitamrita are non-different than Krishna. Like Krishna understands our heart, Krishna understands our heart. Similarly, this, the book, Bhag- book Bhagavat also knows our heart. So when it sends a pride in us, the mood that we are reading, approaching the scripture with, it realizes it. And then it doesn't reveal it to us. That's why Swarup Damodar says that, you know, Bhagavat, learn Bhagavatam, book Bhagavatam from a living Bhagavatam. Now, when we hear this, at least when I heard it, I've been thinking, how, where do I find a living Bhagavat? Where do I find a person like that and to read it from them? How do I know a person is living Bhagavat or not? I mean, I'm, I'm too, too conditioned to understand, to understand whether a person is Bhagavat or not. And as I was thinking on this this morning, I was thinking, Prabhupada is writing the purport for us. Prabhupada has given the purport. He is the living Bhagavat. He is the one who realized he is a pure devotee. He has given the purport. And Prabhupada says his purports, his books are his devotional ecstasy. And when, and Prabhupada says that he lives through his books. He hasn't gone anywhere. He is living through his books with us. But sometimes we may think, okay, I've read the verse. I don't have to read the purport. It's the same redundant thing. It's redundancy is there. It's the same thing going on and all. Prabhupada keeps repeating. But that's not the mood of a sadhaka. That shouldn't be the mood of a sadhaka. As many times Guru says, we are not the body, we are the soul, we are not the body, we are the soul, and on and on and on. Till we realize the Guru repeats and even after and as a humble servant of theirs, we take it as many times as it's been given because it is for our own purification. So reading Srila Prabhupada's purport is as important as the verse because we may not understand what Sukadev Goswami is saying, what Sanjaya is saying, what Dhritarashtra mean and etc., what Krishna means, what Parikshit is asking. We may not understand all that. But Prabhupada, understanding this, he gave us the purports so that we can understand what they are saying because he understood them 
and when we read him read his purports we understand them through him so through this via medium we understand krishna perfectly but without him it's like a person like i am i cannot see things clearly without my glasses so guru or shila prabhupada in our life his purports are that glasses for a blind man that's all of us who are conditioned so shila prabhupada purports are those glasses through which we can really really see through the words that's given in shrimad bhagavatam so we need to read shila prabhupada's purport as a you know so that we see the exact picture as we see it we have the clear vision so that's what i wanted to start with so that we at least talking to myself you know telling myself that i may not skip in any purport of shila prabhupada no matter how many times i read bhagavat bhagavatam or any of shila prabhupada's book and we are reading 2526 today but i was just going back look flipping back i was seeing this verse beautiful verse on 21st the 21st verse in the purport shila prabhupada writes very beautifully that all electrical energies are received from the powerhouse and as soon as the powerhouse stops supplying energy the bulbs are of no use in a moment moment's time such energies can be generated or withdrawn by the supreme will of the lord so on that i'm thinking that you know arjuna arjuna is he is like saying that he is grateful and he is giving all the credit now that krishna is not next to him he is he is feeling he is feeling lonely and he feels that all that he was doing he realizes all that he was doing was doing all because of krishna so krishna is that powerhouse that's what prabhupada writes in the purport of 21st that krishna is the powerhouse and if the powerhouse shuts off no bulb no no ac nothing will work because that that's the main very source from where the electricity is coming has stopped so nothing else will work and this is what we see as a devotee quality even if a devotee might be doing so many things but he realizes end of it everything is coming from krishna krishna is the source of everything sarva karana karanam krishna is the cause of everything that's happening and prabhupada writes in the purport of bhagavad gita that krishna is the lord of this material world and the spiritual world it's not that he has of course he is not associating with it the material world but he is still the lord of this material world too but for a non devotee he thinks that he is the doer he is the main doer i am the one who is doing and when he doesn't succeed in his endeavor in the life acceptance becomes so difficult that's why we see suicide and all that stuff because this feeling oh i can do it and then we do it and we fail sometimes it take us to the extreme where we think okay this life is of no use or or any other thing as such that you know that we feel i worked it i mean how dare i that i couldn't do it how dare i like how could i fail of all the people in this world that is the faith or a false ego that we have in ourselves that we take krishna completely out of the picture where he should be whereas he should be the center of everything and we make ourselves the center you know i when my son was young i used to say instead of saying me my me my we say me my me my me my 
So Nima is the name of Lord Chaitanya. Instead of giving Krishna the center point stage, we are always saying me, my. Like it's me and this is mine. This is me and this is mine. So there is no Nimai there. There is no Chaitanya Mahaprabhu there. There is no Krishna there. There is no spiritual aspect of it. It's all about me and what belongs to me. Whether it's my country, my society, my nation, my father, my mother, it all starts with my. And without that my, there is no love, there is no sacrifice, and there is nothing. That's why Prabhupada calls this, all this as an extended selfishness. In fact, Srila Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur coined that term for. So, so for a non-devotee, it is so difficult for him to understand that we are not the doer. And such a struggle. But devotee, he is not, he is not lazy that, okay, let Krishna, anyway, Krishna is the doer, let him take charge. Why, why am I? Prabhupada doesn't encourage that. We see how Krishna is telling again and again. Krishna did not fight on behalf of Arjuna. He spoke for Arjuna, but he did not fight on behalf of Arjuna. He was encouraging Arjuna, go fight. You know, Arjuna said, no, I don't feel like these are my own people. And, you know, I will rather beg. Arjuna wanted to step back, but Krishna never encouraged. And uh, so we see that devotees are not the lazy people. Rather, if you see a devotee's life, they have much more thing than a mundane person to take care. They have the devotional side of it. And them, of course, because being in a material world, we have to take care of so many things. So they take care of the things that anybody else would take care and then practice their others, you know, sadhana too, like chanting our rounds and doing other things. So a devotee is far from lazy, but also he understands when things are not going the way it was planned, the way it was supposed to be. They understand anyway Krishna is the doer. So let it be that way. I did my part and now it's up to Krishna. And so so when we know this, that Krishna is the ultimate doer and not a blade of grass moves without his desire, Devotees are, that's why, peaceful. That's why Chaitanya Chaitamita says that except devotees like the Kamis, Bhuktis, Muktis, the, you know, everyone is in, always so restless. Except devotees who are always in peace, Krishna Bhakt, are very, very shant. And everybody else is very ashant. They are not peaceful because they think they got to do it. They are the doer. And that's what we are saying in Arjuna too. He is doing that. He is saying that he is not sad because he lost some, you know, some battle against some cowherd boys who, who otherwise wouldn't have stand, who otherwise wouldn't have stood a chance against Arjuna. But now they did. And he realizes one thing that he was winning because of Krishna. He didn't think, oh, how could I not, how could I not, you know, win? I have always won every battle that I have fought. And now what happened? He is not putting so much of, you know, emphasis on his strength. He is giving it all to the presence of Krishna in his life. He's saying that I'm not winning because Krishna is not there. And I won because Krishna was there. I did everything right because Krishna was there. I could do everything right because Krishna was there. And now I'm not able to do anything rightly because Krishna is not there. So it's Krishna is the center. And Srila Prabhupada says that, you know, joy is as much 
Like, you know, Prabhupada says that a pure devotee, he thinks that the joy that I am getting, I don't deserve it. The happiness that I am getting, the glories that I am getting, the, you know, the applaud, the applause that I am getting, or any sort of happiness that I am getting, I deserve much less than that. That's the mood of a pure devotee. I do not deserve it all. I deserve much less than this. But still, because Krishna is there in my life, He is magnifying my little quality and rewarding me so much than I deserve. But when the same pure devotee, he struggles, you know, he goes through a trouble. He thinks, you know, Krishna, I deserve much more than this. I should have been given much more trouble, much more misery. But because you are there in my life, it has come down, it has been reduced because of your presence. I'm not, I'm not being, I'm not suffering as much I should have suffered. So you see the, the mood of a pure devotee is always thanking Krishna. No matter what, Krishna's devotee, the pure devotees always thank Krishna. And devotees, they do one more aspect of it. This is like thanking Krishna, being grateful for Krishna. That is one side of it. The other side of it is, that devotees, they do what they do is for the p- Krishna's pleasure. Krishna says in 9.27, Yat karoshi yat asnasi yat juhosi dadashi yat yat tapasyasi konteya tat kuru tat kurushva mad arpanam O son of Kunti, all that, all that you do, all that you eat, all that you offer and give away, as well as all austerities that you may perform should be done as an offering to me. So Krishna is saying do that. And now devotees are doing that. They are doing every activity of theirs. They have to systematically plan their day that, you know, let me do this for Krishna. Let me do this for Krishna. That is the mood of a pure devotee. They, they you know, yukta vairagya. They might be doing the same thing what they would have done, like eating food or sleeping or doing anything else, cleaning the house, but now that they have realized that Krishna should be the center, now they do everything for Krishna. And Krishna says this in 9.7 Bhagavad Gita, that do everything, whatever you eat, whatever you offer, all the austerities, all the, like we do Ekadashi, we do it for the pleasure of Krishna. We are not doing Ekadashi so that, uh, because eating grain on Ekadashi is sin. So we are not doing that, oh, I don't want to eat eka, eka, grain on Ekadashi because I'll go to hell. No, that's not the mood of a devotee, at least pure devotee. The devotee thinks doing Ekadashi will bring me closer to Krishna. And also it will give pleasure to Krishna. So let me please Krishna. So devotee's only focus is to give pleasure to Krishna. And not pleasure to the senses. Oh, I don't want to go to hell if I eat grain. I... I will, I cannot go to the heavenly planets, then I cannot enjoy. That is also a sense gratification. If we are thinking I will go to heaven and enjoy better, I'll enjoy better facilities. That is also sense gratification. Yes, of course, you'll be doing it longer in a better facilities, but that's sense gratification too. That's not for Krishna. But devotees, a pure devotee's mood is to always, always please Krishna and not the senses. And that's what love is, Chaitanya Charitamrita says. When we try to satisfy, when we try to satisfy ourselves, that's called calm, that's called lust. But when we try to satisfy the senses of Krishna, that's called love. And in Bhagavad Gita, and what's the difference between we keep saying non-devotee, non-devotee, it feels bad, but I don't know what else to call them. 
those who are not yet devotees. So, or those who have not realized, of course, every one of us belong to Krishna. Every one of us, whether we are a human or an ant or an elephant, and no matter what we are, or aquatics, no matter what we are, we are all, we all belong to Krishna. Only difference is, some of us, we realize it, and some of us, we don't. That's the only difference. So those who haven't realized that we belong to Krishna and Krishna is our master and we are his servant, those are called non-devotees. That's the simple definition of non-devotees. That's what I could think of. So what's the difference between a devotee and a non-devotee is a consciousness. A, a devotee, like we see in Bhagavad Gita, I mean Bhagavad Gita has all the examples. Bhagavad Gita, in the beginning Arjuna was thinking, that, you know, I need to win. Because we need to get the kingdom. And it was so much him being the center. But after 45 minutes or so, a muhurta, 47 minutes or 45 minutes of the knowledge of Bhagavad Gita that Krishna rendered to Arjuna, his consciousness was changed because his dexterities, his expertise, his abilities were the same. The battle was there. Duryodhan was there. Everything else was externally, everything was the same old thing. Before 45 minutes and after 45 minutes. What changed was Arjuna's consciousness. And that's what it is for a devotee. You know, in a Prabhupada says, somebody asked, how long does it take to surrender Krishna? And Prabhupada said, in a moment. And we hear about Prabhupada writes that about Katwanga Maharaj, when he realized, he, he asked that he fought for the demigods and then he went ahead and asked and they asked what boon you need. And he asked, how much time do I have? And he said, I have only, you have only one muhurta. And immediately he dropped off everything. He dropped everything off and he went and he surrendered to Krishna. And he perfected his life. So it's our mood. <clears throat> Excuse me. It's our mood. It's our consciousness that needs to be changed. More than the externals, the internals need to be, the internal should be changed. But again, to do the internal, it should start with our senses, it should start with the external. But so as to say, Arjuna being a pure devotee, all had to be done, it's a shift gear, you know. Like you're going this route, the same car, the same person, the same driver, you have to just shift the gear and you move a little bit. So from the path of non-surrender to the path of surrender, the gear that you change is our consciousness. And how do we change this consciousness is by hearing about Krishna, by hearing about his pure devotees, by reading the scriptures like Bhagavad Gita, Srimad Bhagavatam, Chaitanya Charitamrita, and all this beautiful scripture, by reading all this, by understanding, by taking prasadam, by bowing down to Krishna. Krishna says, bow down to me. And this bowing down is so important. I remember Amrinda Prabhu saying that, one instruction, that personal instruction that his Guru Maharaj, his holiness, Radha Govind Maharaj gave, is you bow down to Krishna. That's such a, such a simple instruction for a devotee like Amrinda Prabhu. But that's an instruction for all of us that we always, always should be bowing down to Krishna. Because by bowing down, we know there's a story when Garga, Garga Muni, Prabhupada's earlier disciple, uh, Prabhu was saying to Srila Prabhupada that Prabhupada, everybody bows down to you, but I don't feel like doing it. Prabhupada said, keep doing it. And eventually you'll feel like doing it. So even if you can't make it, you fake it till you make it. And in devotion, this absolutely works. Whether it works in material world or not, but in spiritual life that works. 
you imitate the good things and the good things will come to you so at that po- so bowing down when we bow down to krishna surrender comes automatically eventually it will come gradually it will so Arjuna was so capable, right? Arjuna was amazing. I mean, he was so capable. There is no, I mean, I might think, oh, I do this good. I, oh, I do that nicely. But what Arjuna was beyond in Bhagavad Gita, in Bhagavad Gita, Krishna says in 10, when he is explaining all his opulences, chapter 10, he is explaining his opulences of the best of best, the best of everything is Krishna. The best of every best is Krishna. And 10.37, just two lines, that Brishninam Vasudevasmi Pandavanam Dhananjaya Of the descendants of Vrishni, I am Vasudeva. And of the Pandavas, I am Arjuna. So now, how much powerful and capable Arjuna was that Krishna is saying, I am Arjuna. He's not like, not Krishna is Arjuna, but what he is saying, like, like the taste of water is Krishna and of all the sacrifice, Japa is Krishna. The best of the best things is Krishna. So amongst all the Pandavas, Krishna is Arjuna. Of the best of Pandavas, the best of Pandava, Pandava is Arjuna. And that's Krishna. Krishna is saying himself that Pandavanam Dhananjaya. I am the Arjuna of all the Pandavas. That That shows how powerful because Krishna is recognizing Arjuna's strength. So that powerful Arjuna is, and that Arjuna is saying, I haven't done anything. It was Krishna. So we understand if Arjuna can attribute all his strength, all his ability, all his power to Krishna, what do we got to, you know, saying it doesn't belong to Krishna? It does. It's just that we don't realize it. And uh, so it is up to us whether we want to become Karna or we want to become Arjuna. Because Karna also had, Karna was almost as capable as Arjuna. The only difference was Arjuna was surrendered to Krishna and Karna was not. So it is up to us and we see the end of both of them. And when we read Mahabharata or Srimad Bhagavatam and when we hear about Karna, we understand even the, you know, the, a child realizes we don't want to become like Karna. Because that's not a glorious personality. Because he was not surrendered to Krishna. And Krishna say, and Srimad Bhagavatam says that those who are non-devotees, even if they have all the good qualities, they actually don't have any good qualities. We see how Karna, in the previous, previous verses, Karna was being told that how, how charitable he was. He would never say no to Brahmanas. So he has wonder, he had wonderful qualities. But he was not a devotee. So he doesn't have actual good qualities. So it is up to us as we read the scripture to realize whether we want to become Karna who has all those qualities but does not recognize and attribute his qualities to Krishna or we want to become Arjuna who is the best of the Pandavas and who knows all the skill of archery and everything and yet he attributes every skill of his, every incident of his life towards Krishna. Coming back to today's verse. In the in the verse, Prabhupada is writing that it's a sur, uh, it's a it's a survival of the fittest, right? So the Yadu dynasty is being destroyed, now. that's why that's where we are. The Yadu dynasty is being destroyed by themselves. 
they're killing each other and that's why they say that the stronger one is killing the weaker one and the bigger one is, you know, the aquatics example is given. And in the purport, In the, Prabhupada is saying that this material world, in the spiritual world, there is no as such thing as a you know, survival of the fittest. Because everybody is busy serving the same goal, that is serving Krishna. So they do not have competition among, amongst themselves because they are not trying to lord it over. Like you are big or I am big or you know I am the boss or you are the servant. Everybody knows in spiritual world that we all are servants. And there is no misconception of thinking themselves as a lord. So there is no survival of the fittest. But in this material world, because we all want to lord it over, we are trying to become the boss of one another. And that's why the survival of the fittest concept is given to this material world by Krishna's illusionary energy, by Maya Devi. In 3.27 Bhagavad Gita, Krishna says, Prakriti kriyamana ni gune karmani sarvasaha ahankara vimuratma kartaham iti manyate. The spirit soul, bewildered by the influence of false ego, thinks himself the doer of activities that are in actuality carried out by the three modes of material nature. So even if we think we are the doer, the material mo- the material modes which are which are under the this material world, and who is again under the who is working, the Maya, Maya Devi is working under the instructions of Krishna. So ultimately everything is being done by Krishna, but the, we, we are the, we are the muras, we are the bimuras, you know, we have become bimuras, and we think ahankar, we have this false ego, under the false ego we think that we are the doer. And that's what Prabhupada is explaining in this verse. And to, and you know, that's what Prabhupada says that one, under the illusion or maya, is thinking that they are the proprietor, they are the enjoyer of everything. But in 529, I believe, where Krishna is saying that <clears throat> uh, that he is the enjoyer, he is the doer, and he is the beneficiary of all, all living ent- entities, and all the lokas. Bhukta Ram Yagyatapasam Sarva Loka Maheshwaram. He is the enjoyer of all. And that way when we see, we when we are in knowledge, that Krishna is the enjoyer, this survival of the fittest, let me become the boss, will not come into picture because we know anyway he is the boss. We are anyway not the boss. So every one of us working towards the fulfillment of that one goal that we want to please Krishna. And that's our only, only, only motive of life that we should work in a way that serve Krishna the best whether sometimes it might be serving and sometimes it might be stepping back. But whatever it needs to serve Krishna in the best way possible, we do that. And to end today's class, to pause for here, I would just, before coming, I was hearing Srila Prabhupada saying that, that there are millions of stars in the sky. Prabhupada is saying that, but what's the use of such stars? Because they can hardly illuminate anything. But the moon is illuminating the entire sky. Not that everyone will, and then Prabhupada said, not that everyone will come into Krishna consciousness. Because Sa Mahatma Sudurlava, 
very, very rare souls, very, very fortunate souls take up to Krishna consciousness. So Prabhupada is saying, not that everybody will take to Krishna consciousness, but those of you, Prabhupada is saying, who have taken, but those of, you know, those of the people who have taken, those people who have taken should become like moon and enlighten the world. So every such person who has taken up Krishna consciousness should try to become like moon and enlighten others too. And then Prabhupada says that glow worms, they cannot do much. You know this glow worm, they are there in the morning and by the time it is night, they see, they you know, they goes little, they light up little much and then then, then that's that's all their life is. And in a day they are, their life is over and there's not much they can do about. So they can't do much. So don't remain a glowworm. But become a sun and moon and try to preach. So what Prabhupada was saying there, that if you have actually become a devotee, if you could surrender to Krishna, do it to the fullest. Whereas the mundane world, they said, live it to the fullest. You have only one life. Even if we think we have only one life and we are living that for Krishna, do it to the best of your ability and don't postpone thing, thinking, okay, I have tomorrow, I'll do it tomorrow. What's the rush? But Prabhupada always said, all our acharyas, that there is an urgency, especially Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur. He always said that there is an urgency. You need to become a devotee today if you can surrender and then preach and tell others about it. So there is an urgency. It is not that, you know, relaxed, you sit in an armchair and, okay, not today, not tomorrow, and day after, someday I'll do. No, Prabhupada says, become like sun and moon and preach everybody and enlighten, illuminate the entire world by your knowledge and make others knowledgeable. So that's all I could collect and it's also time. I'll pause here. Please forgive me all the mistakes that I have committed. Vancha kalpata rubhyasya kripa sindhuvevacha patita nam pavneve vashnavivayo namo namo anantakoti vashnabrinda ki jaya. Srila Prabhupada ki jaya, Srimad Bhagavatam ki jaya. Any question or anything, Prabhu? Do you have anything to add on to? Thank you so much. So we pause here. Hare Krishna.